Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Talk Avatar. I'm Rachel. And I'm Tara. And, and I'm um, Isaac. Um. Today, I think I want Tara actually. Okay. Please, please do the episode like that for the rest of the episode. Okay. Okay. Um, today we're talking about episode 10. <laughs> Long live the Earth Queen. You already you already know what this episode is. Everyone knows this episode. If you don't know this episode, why you listen to this podcast? Why Just kidding, it? please keep listening. Long live the Earth Queen? No. Not at the end of this episode. Long live the Earth Queen? What? Live alive? Not dead? Breathing? Air? What? Choke? Suffocation? <laughs> suffocation no breathing the tags on netflix are like death suffocation (laughs) accurate um so this episode is a very it's like the last episode it wants you want to keep watching the momentum does not stop yeah it just keeps building up and building up and building up the science guy um so (laughs) yeah what do you want to say about this? I don't even know where to start. There's a lot that happens okay, here. Okay, so... Because everyone has their own stuff going on so in this much episode. Mako and Bolin are trapped. They're in the van on their way to Ba Sing Se with the Red Lotus. Yeah. So is Korra and Asami. Because we find out in this episode that Korra and Asami were actually captured by the Earth Queen's people, men, whatever, troops. And they're in an airship on their way to Ba Sing Se as well. In the middle of the desert. But Korra looks like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, they got a real... They got her in like a straight they jacket, a mask, like... <laughs> you Fuck. okay? Tara's trying to come through right now. <laughs> um. Anyways, Asami has another boss babe moment. Boss she, babe? She's like, these aren't the future industry standard type airships. They're type cheap beats. as fuck. So she literally is, like, tied to the wall, and she, like, breaks out of the railing. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, opens the fucking floor. No. And then she jumps over it and, like, slides it out of the yeah. chains. And she does all of this with chains on. And I'm thinking, like, dang, girl. Where did girl. you learn? She obviously she, had classes. Cause... Yeah, I think they do mention it earlier, like, season one. But she's, I mean, it just proves, like, dang. It just keeps my love for Asami it just keeps it growing, you know? But she opens the floor and then goes to the vents and she's like, wait five minutes. Or she's like, in five minutes, scream help and whatever. I'll like come back with the keys. And then that's what happens. But before that happens... What? Oh, um, the Red Lotus makes it into Bossing Say and they're like, we, we need to see the Avatar to the Earth Queen. <laughs> <laughs> No, they bring Mako and Bolin, and they're like, we'll give you them. And she's like, okay. And then they're like, if you give us the Avatar, we'll let you know where the airbenders are. And she's like, deal. But... I always forget about the airbenders. Um, You know, Korra and Asami back on the airship, 
ruin it. They escape. Um, and they're fighting crash. against, like, a crew of five guys. If that. Like, you have five weak men to fight the Avatar. Asami herself can deal with all of those mm-hmm. guys. Um, they literally crash the airship into a sand dune. And there's this giant sand shark. And when I say Creepy. giant, like, bigger, like, two times the size of the airship. And so this whole time they're like, we need to fix it. Then they finally fix it. And the shark just comes up and destroys it. So all that yeah, time. Yeah, as soon as it's done. Yeah. Um, and while that's going on, while they're fixing this ship, um, Mako and Balin are put into the dungeon at the Queen's castle, like whatever. prison, whatever. And Zaheer hears, well, he jumps, he, like, airbends all the way up into the rafters, which I'm like, wait, aren't the Dai Li hiding up there? Yeah, the like, Dai Li they are don't notice him? There. Yeah. So, um, he hears that Korra's been, um, took the airship down, and so they're sending someone out to get him, but it's the desert, so, like, how likely are they going to be able to find Korra? Yeah. And so, Zaheer is like, well, we don't want to even chase her anymore, we want her to come to us, you know? They don't need no chaser. Yeah, I feel like we're explaining the whole plot. I like know. we normally do, like we did before, and I hate doing that. Any- Moral of the story. Anyway, at the, so at some point close to where i just stopped talking about he ends up killing the queen and it is in such a dark way well, like and i what forgot he says before that he's like we don't need any like monarchies or something like that he's like i don't believe in queens yeah and he literally sucks the air out of her lungs and then wraps it around her head so she suffocates and that's how she dies. And they show her face. Like, you can see the air being sucked out. And it's just, like... And then you just see instant chaos in Ba Sing Se. Yeah, when they break down the walls and they're like, Oh, you guys are free. Which it goes to show you, like, when there's a free-for-all... Especially, it's... In Ba Sing Se, you knew it was going to happen because there's the different levels. You have your lower class, middle class, upper class. Of course, the lower class is going to jump to loot and riot and do what they need to do to survive because they've been there for so long. They, yeah, they've been... Of course they're gonna, like, terrorize stuff, you know? And it's just, like... Which then turns to all the other classes terrorizing because they need to survive as well. Yeah, everyone goes into the state of panic. And... And the whole world is broadcasted by Zaheer, and he's like, the Earth Queen has been defeated by me and my people. I'm not gonna state my name, but... It's like, hmm, I wonder who it could be. Yeah. And, um... Apparently nobody knows who he is though, because he's just able to drive through Bossing Say well, I mean, through Republic think City. Think about it; they've been locked up for thirteen years, true. and I felt like they were kind of kept on the down low because Cora's had never he's even heard true. of them. And you know, he, his head is shaved. So yeah. Oh yeah, because he did have no. Did he have long hair before? Yeah. Oh. But, um. Wait, where was? <laughs> we were summarizing the whole episode. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about something. Our favorite parts. I think we should mention our favorite parts or like what we found interesting. Um, this episode, like I said, was just a lot because there's so much going on. And you're you're flashing between the Red Lotus, the Queen, Korra and Asami, and then Mako and Bolin. And I love the relationship that Ma- uh, Mako, that Korra and Asami built with those troops, though, because they were able to like work together. Yeah, and when they split up, you know, the guy's like, I don't, whatever the situation between you and the Earth Queen is, it's a Hope it above, gets resolved. <laughs> yeah, and it's above my pay, like pay grade. Pretty much being like, just go. Thanks for saving us. Because they didn't have to. They could have left them. But of course, oh. that's not Korra. 
Um, but before they go to Bossing Say, or no, Cora never makes it to Bossing Say, right? No, not in this episode. But they make they it go to, to Misty. Is it the Misty Palms area again? No, it's a different one. It's where it's the same one that Iroh and Zuko went to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, they're like, why is there a dragon here? And there's <laughs> the just a dragon like, waiting just outside. Go drink. <laughs> yeah, so they go in to get a drink, and Zuko. Uh, Lynn and Tonrock. Yeah, Lynn and Tonrock are there, and they're talking about like plans and all that. And then Korra's there, and then they're just talking. Anytime we get to see Zuko, it makes me excited. You know, like anytime, even Katara, seeing the old characters, I'm like, oh, it makes me happy. But could Katara, Korra's not ever excited about Zuko. She's just like, oh, hey. Like, okay, that is she wasn't Zuko. even that excited to see her dad. And I'd be like, dad, what yeah, are you I'd doing Yeah, I'd be like, here? I haven't seen you in freaking weeks. Like, cut to Katara not seeing her dad for years. True. Then... <laughs> Maybe it's a water tribe thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but when she sees Zuko, it's just like, hey. Like, okay. Like, that's Zuko. Your Zuko friend. Here. He's your best friend. Anyways, um, they... Word gets around that the Earth Queen's dead. Everyone's like, holy crap. Tell me why no one seems to really be upset, though. I mean, would you... No one's really distraught. No one really cares. The it's only just reason like, I oh, think people sucks. are scared is because they know what's going to happen. Bossing says mm-hmm. the biggest city in Avatar and the epicenter for the freaking Earth Kingdom. The biggest kingdom yeah. in the world. Yeah. So when they don't have a ruler, no one to take control, the whole kingdom's got to go out of work. Oh, Not yeah. just bossing say. 100%. It's just, there's, I feel like we're not really explaining all the little details, but there's like little details and stuff that goes on in this episode. It's just so, it's crazy. It's one of those episodes, like I said, that builds momentum. So you're like, oh, I want to keep watching. And I feel like it's just going to be like that till the end of the season now because it's like, okay, now we know we have Zaheer and the Red Lotus and Korra and they need to fight. You know, like they're going to have to battle this out because Zaheer is now wreaking havoc on the world at this point, starting with Bossing Say. And then uh, it cuts after the Earth, after Zaheer kills the Earth Queen, it cuts to the prison. Oh, and yeah. Mako's like, this whole time Mako's been trying to hype Bolin up, like, you can metal bend, I know you have it in you. And uh, Bolin gives it one more good, like, last try and he's like ah and then all the doors except theirs open and they slowly realize it was Zaheer who opened the doors not (laughs) his metal bending and then Zaheer like beats him up and he's like I'm gonna let you guys go but only if you relay this message to the avatar it's just so you know I just it's scary it is scary it's really scary because you're like dang Mm. Zaheer the, the Nobody way can stop he, them at this point. Well, when I was talking about the way he killed the Earth Queen with no hesitation, the way he, didn't he runs, he just full on did it. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's cringing right now. I said that just for you. You're welcome. Okay. Um. Everyone, comment Hezzy on Isaac's page. He hates that word uh, so much. Anyways, um, Zahir is freaking scary. Um, I'm going to talk about the end of this season just because I can't get out of my head. How the fuck did these raggedy ass (laughs) airbenders take him down? Anyways. I mean, they did annihilate the rest of the Red Lotus, so it was just him. You do have some kind of confidence knowing you have three other benders, talented benders behind you. True. You know? 
And it, it would cause anyone to maybe go a little crazy to know, like, Actually, all of your friends. Actually, they got friends. rid of two. Because in that moment, Pali was already gone. Oh. She got bagged. Pali. She got bagged. Anyways, Bag me up, sis. I can't wait till we get to the episode. The thing, uh, there's gonna... so many, like, memes about it. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so dark. It's dark. It's, it's like bad. we had a blast. Oh. <laughs> That's when Lin, Lin and Su Lin, Su Lin, Su Yin and Lin take her out. Remember? Which begs the question: Pali has like such a devotion to Zahir, and I don't think Zahir has the same devotion to her. I think Obviously it, not. He was he's okay when she when he died. He's like finally I can let go of my earthly tethers. But they obviously loved each other because that was a tether for him. He obviously had some form of love for her because that was the last tether for him. But I think it was like a very toxic, manipulative, and I don't think Pal- like relationship, and I don't think Pali understood that, which is sad because she dies thinking for him. For him, yeah. She dies for him and his cause. She loves well, him that think much. Think think about um, Kuvira and her fiance. It's the same True. kind of thing, you know. Like when it comes down to it, they are willing to sacrifice everything in their lives. For the good of mankind, or that what they believe in their in their heart is the right choice, and in reality, it's just complete chaos, you know. Yeah. But to them, that's what makes it scary, is because to them, they think that it is a hundred percent the right choice, and everyone should feel this way. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Oh yeah, I'm thinking too. I know um, a few people like that. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Who is your favorite Red Lotus member? Um, I... <sighs> you hezzy? Not Pali. Not Pali. She just doesn't like... I don't, she, I don't... I love her character design, though. It's so good. Her, I like her character design, don't get me wrong. But her character herself, like, I'm not a huge fan of. I... It'd either be, like, um... Mingwa? Yeah, I kind of like Gazan. Honestly, I feel oh, like he's an underrated character. When Mako and Bolin were inside the truck with them, and Mako's just making small talk, he's like, I sense a tension between you two. And then Gazan's like, pissed. yeah, and then Mingwa's like, ugh. Oh, and I don't. I think I knew this before, but I wasn't sure. The girl that voices, um, oh, what's her yeah. name, Grey Delise, is that her name? The one that voices Azula is the same, she voiced, I think? I think she does voice the same uh, Mingwa. Ming- yeah, Mingwa. I think. Mingwa. I'm going to check it, actually, because I'm curious. Mingwa. Get it? Wa, like water? Wow. wow. We had pulled pork today. It was pretty good. Really good, guys. Um, We also cooked it for, like, how many hours? Five. Five hours with root beer. I know that sounds weird, but it's so good. Um, Yeah. They are voiced by her. Okay. So, you can tell when she talks. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, very slight, but it's, like obvious kind of still has that azula vibe Zulavich. <laughs> anyways i can't get over that part um i like your shirt thanks <laughs> rip <laughs> anyways i think that's all we had for this yeah this episode is a good episode it's just i don't know I don't really have a lot to say because, like I said, it just is an episode that builds momentum. So you, I loved it, I enjoyed it, and it makes me excited for the episodes to come. But I don't really, there wasn't anything specific, like the last episode that I feel like I could really focus on. 
How you would know? you rate this? I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. This episode? I would not give it a 10 out of 10. I would give it like a 7 out of 10. I just love I'm... the politics of it all. Like seeing the chaos, like you feel it just, you feel the Zulavich in there. <laughs> Yeah, I just hated Cora and Asami building. Like, how long are you going to build a ship? building. I liked watching her build. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's like woman empowerment. She has, like, a love list. it. She's like, hey, guys. She's like, I got to stand up there. <laughs> She's like, I started it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I just was like, man, how long are we going to have to rebuild this ship for? Like, you build it, then we gotta build something else. She's like, oh, I think we can get the propellers on this one. And then that gets destroyed. Oh, I think we can make a sand-bending ship out of this. Yeah. But she's resourceful. Like, you gotta give that to her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. This is a shorter episode. Who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite Um, gem? My favorite gem right now? Probably. Um... I don't like Zaheer. I think I like him in a way that I just don't like him. Like, they do such a good job at not liking him. Yeah, I like him as a villain. Yeah. I like him as a villain. I don't like him, obviously. It's like, he's not my favorite character. Yeah. But is he your favorite gem? (laughs) Is he White Diamond? Or, like, what? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have to give it to... I really liked Lynn's small part in this. I don't know why. I just I loved, loved that. I loved her with, um, Naga and Pabu. Yeah. Because I, it shows you, like, Lynn is tough, but she also has a soft spot. Yeah. She there. Um, I don't know. I like all of them. I know, it's hard to pick one. I'm kind of like... I don't know. I actually like Mako more in this I episode than too. Bolin because he was actually, like, a affirmative and like i've liked him in the past two episodes i didn't want to say anything because i don't want people to come for me because people hate mako and i feel for like good m- reason but well, like there is moments that he has that are pretty good yeah yeah i agree obviously not to the extent of i used other to have characters, a huge but... crush on mako the first time i ever watched Korra, i was like mako right up my alley yeah them shark eyebrows filling it <laughs> I'm gonna make Blake get the my. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, I am Isaac. I am Rachel, and we will see you next time we see you. Next time we see you. Let's talk time to our bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.